Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. This little thing relative to the question on Donovan and Rudy, they really, they've moved forward. They're fully participating in the Zoom calls and the health performance updates. Uh, we had a great call a few days ago with Mitt Romney. Uh, that was really neat, uh, Gordon, where our players were able to ask him questions. Quinn set that up and moderated it. And it was really, it was really interesting conversation. It, it really was. We learned a lot about him on multiple levels. And, and so that was really cool. And, and so I, I expect our team, and I'm fully confident our team will come back uh, together and we'll be very formidable moving forward. That was Dennis Lindsay from uh, what was that, Gordon? A couple of months ago um, on the big show last time yeah. uh, we Seems had like a while him on. Back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the NBA Players Union and the league have reached an agreement, and uh, we're finding out some of the details for the start of the 2020, barely 2021 season. And uh, Gordon, I'll, I'll I'll go through the kind of structure real quick here, and then uh, I'm eager to get to your thoughts uh, because this is a situation that we've never seen before in the NBA. And people who followed, uh, you know, negotiations and labor agreements. I mean, first and foremost, the speed of this whole thing is is absolutely been uh, amazing. Uh, but here's uh, basically how it looks, Gordon. Uh, free agency will begin at 6 o'clock Eastern, obviously 4 o'clock our time, on November 20th. That's two days after the draft. Um, they uh, will be able to – the regular season will begin uh, December the 22nd. I believe the first day that uh, players will be able to, uh, to sign is November 22nd. The salary cap is going to stay the same, as kind of has been rumored, $109.1 million. The luxury tax will stay the same as well, $132.6 million. Now, Remarkable, here's, remarkable, considering the losses. Right, no doubt. I, I totally agree. Uh, here's where things get a little interesting, uh, Gordon. The salary cap, they're basically going to try and smooth out the losses. All right, so nobody's really taking it all at once. Uh, the, the salary cap is guaranteed to go up a minimum of 3% per, per year and a maximum of 10% through the remaining of the uh, collective bargaining agreement, which uh, goes through 2024. Uh, the escrow system is, uh, is going to be 10% with the ability, depending on losses, to be 20%, but it cannot not be any more than 20%, which is, is a victory, I think, for the players. Um, but basically, the idea. Explain that escrow to our listeners, some who may not know what that is. From my understanding, okay, and I, I'm sure there's uh, some accountants and things out there that probably could give us much more complex, uh, complex view. But the the players, you know, get paid as the season goes. But basically, their salary is based on a percentage of the revenue. And that's what they you know, the last lockout, Gordon, was about the get, reaching the 50 50 revenue split. And that's how much money the players get paid. So the escrow is money. It's not unlike your your mortgage, right, where your property taxes come out. It's money that's set aside to cover any losses in the the overall revenue for the league. So if the league revenues are down 10 percent, well, then the players don't get any money back at the end of the year. If league revenues are up, perhaps you get more. But you certainly would get a check for that 10% back, right? 
So in this case, they can't withhold more than 20 percent of, of the revenue. And once they've paid you, it's not it's getting cash back in the easiest thing. So the owners are saying the owners are taking some risk there. Because if the if the revenue loss is is north of twenty percent, which it could be certainly, uh, my understanding is that's going to be money eaten by the owners. So I bet you that was the biggest sticking point to all of this. But it would appear, and Gordon, that's that's the basics of it. Um, the luxury tax penalty is also being lessened too. So for a team like the Warriors that are basically hard capped out, uh, they're they're lessening the penalty on those teams a little bit. I wonder, Jake, if the the way the owners set this up, I wonder if they were encouraged by the the positive news about the vaccine. Um, I I, I don't know, I I don't know, Gordon, but but I would guess that. I mean, we were hearing the the eighteen percent escrow number well before that news, so I don't I don't know if that would have had any impact. Yeah. I I would yeah. guess that owners are pretty optimistic that they can get back to producing some revenue sometime soon. Yes, that's the impression I had, but when I read through this, um, that, that yeah, they must be. So um, I, 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 the owners must be optimistic. That's an interesting way to read it, uh, Gordon, um, because that's, that's probably the more optimistic way to read it. I, uh, you know, what's I wonder your, what what's the, your, what's your skeptical side say? <laughs> Tell me if this is tell me if okay. this is terrible, but it's it's Adam Silver doing the players a solid during these tough times. But next time the CBA comes up for negotiation, <laughs> there's there's going to have to be some some give, you know, <laughs> going to cash in some of that goodwill. People have short memories sometimes, don't they? It, which is totally true, and, and maybe I'm crazy. I I think that it's great, regardless of the motivations, that they've been able to pull this together, agree on all of this in such a wild time and such a short period of time. We've never, I mean, we've never seen anything like it. And the other sports, it hasn't gone this smooth. Nowhere close. Hey, Austin. Hi, Gordon. This is a, a little entertainment break. Uh-huh. Why do we tell actors to break a leg? Uh, actually, I, I do know that answer, but do you want what? the real answer no. or the pretend answer? Uh, well, it's because every play has a cast. There you go. Yep. All right, go on, Jake. <laughs> that, that's going to be the. <laughs> that's going to be the spruce things up a little bit. That's all. Continue. <laughs> um, I, where where this gets interesting for me is whether this is good or bad for the Jazz, because my initial read. Uh, uh, from it, Gordon, was it was going to be good for the Jazz because they can, they've got a big decision to make on Rudy Gobert, and they've still got to pay Donovan Mitchell. And if the salary cap went way down, and the luxury tax went way down, that that could be could be problematic for the for the team, right? In retaining some of these players. But I th- I thought Locke made some really good points with Hanson Scotty today that lessening the luxury tax penalty means less money coming back to the uh, the non-luxury tax offenders. So that's going to be some cash that, that the Jazz are not going to see. And the Jazz, because their, their regional television rights, Gordon, are not that's, – that's where teams can really differentiate themselves because they can sign these big regional TV deals. And the, the Jazz do fine, right? Uh, you, you know, uh, but 
L.A. is doing a lot better. <laughs> or or New York or these big market teams. I love L.A. So it might not, you, you know, so the gate means a little bit more to a team like the Jazz than it would to those big market teams. And if the gate is limited, uh, you know, of course, we've talked about those those difficulties. Because if the league, and, and this is what David said today, if the league's average is 40% gate, well, that that's the average. That means that, you know, some teams rely on the gate more and some teams less. And those are your small market teams, because of those smaller regional television deals, rely on the gate uh, a little bit more. So there's some things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. overall business stuff yeah. that's not mm-hmm. real terrific for yeah, the uh, for Gordon, the jazz. do you know what you call yeah. a baby porcupine? What? A porcupet. That's technically their real name. Oh. The baby porcupines are called porcupets. That's mm. pretty interesting, Austin. Mm. A lot more hey, interesting. Hey, our buddy Eric Walden from the Trib weighed in on uh, today's uh, Total Request Tuesday. So we've got that going for us. Yeah, I have to listen to a little under the bridge later. I like his, uh, I like his suggestion as well. So, uh, so let me ask you this, Jake: If the Jazz want to get into paying uh, luxury taxes and whatnot, as they hone in on uh, winning a championship, would is this uh, good news or bad news if it's to happen over the next uh, little while? Well, they don't have to worry about it as much this upcoming year because the extensions go, don't go into place until the year after, right? So okay. they can kick the can down the road a little bit and just proceed. I mean, if they, they you know, let's say they know exactly how much money they're going to give Rudy Gobert, I mean, I think they, they still have the ability to proceed with that. Um, I mean, it, you've hit an interesting thing, uh, Gordon. You know, Larry Miller, the Miller family, uh, said that they would pay the luxury tax you know, if they felt like they were getting their, you know, their contending status, right? And we and we saw them do that in the Andre Karolinko years, where they went into the uh, went into the luxury tax. We don't know that yet about the Smith family and their ownership, their willingness to to go that direction. I don't. That's a, that's a question I would I would actually like to to hear answered at some point. I uh, based on the information that we've gotten about. Uh, uh, Ryan Smith, uh, I, 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 and I don't know this because I've never asked him it because there was never any reason to, but he seems like the type that is really hungry to do what's necessary, whatever that might be. Well, the hard part about that is in a small, again, coming back to, to small market is your margins are, are a lot thinner. Yeah. You know that was always the that was always the argument that Larry um, uh, that Larry and I, I never bought this by the way and I don't think you did either but there was always that that argument out there that Larry wants to be just good enough to make the playoffs because that's where the profits are made right you heard that year after year after year which I I, I kind of found ridiculous because the longer you stay in the playoffs the more you extend those profits so of course you want to contend but anyway point being. Uh, is that the margins are slimmer. So making things like making the playoffs every year is a bigger deal because that's where you you make uh, your profit. And if you're in the luxury tax, where does that money come from if your margins are slimmer, right? If you're, if you're the Golden State Warriors and your margins are a lot bigger 
and you're you're printing money with that new stadium and your regional TV deal is awesome and then throw in the national TV deal and all of that, well, it's a lot easier to go into the luxury tax because not a ton of that's coming out of the owner's pocket. Whereas small market, it hurts a little bit more. So the owner's a little more responsible for that, right? Yes, indeed. So hey, Austin, Austin, you know what the best thing is about Switzerland? Uh, no, Gordon. What is the best thing about Switzerland? Not sure, but the flag is a big plus. <sighs> Do you know why there's a hundred folds in a chef's hat? Why? To represent a hundred ways to cook an egg. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. Sorry. No, I, I'm I'm pretty. Dead. We're we're up against it a little bit too, but I mm. I find this stuff really interesting. It I think is, it's a it real. Is. I think it is a real positive. That they've agreed on this. I think this is a real positive for the NBA and everybody involved. And uh, the starting point's a a little soon, but you know what? Let's get it going. And yeah, I'm down to watch some NBA basketball. Gordon, I know you are. Well, the next, uh, oh, geez, Jake, it's November 10th. NBA basketball is less than a month and a half away. And think of everything as you listed them off earlier, how many things need to happen between there and there. Not to steal our boy uh, Bowler's line, but buckle up, buddy. Buckle up. It's going to be wild. Now you owe Bowler a royalty. What, what, what would the royalty be on that? Like a nickel? Uh, $1.73. <laughs> Is that what it's going yeah. for these days? Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Does Bowler. Does Bowler owe a royalty on, you know, the, the old commercials they used to have imploring people to buckle up? No, they got it from Bowler. Oh, I thought I heard it back in 1968 or so. <laughs> were seatbelts around then? Yes. They were, yeah, they were encouraging people to wear seatbelts. And they remember that, they, you don't remember this. Oh, yeah, it was invented in 1959. There was a woman who uh, who was had a nice dress on, and she was sitting in her car, and, and she said, oh, I don't want to wear a seatbelt because that will wrinkle my dress. And then the next shot of, is of her in a hospital b- bed with her her leg up in a cast and her her gown quite wrinkled. Well, we don't need to relive it. <laughs> I know that, oh. is, that is kind of you want to you want to describe the the blood on the asphalt movie you watched no. when you were getting your license no. when you were sixteen? No. Like, what are we no. doing? What are we doing here? Oh, no. what are we doing? Belt. That's all. Oh. Let's get back to the NBA math. Huh? This was, oh, more it's next. The law. It's the law. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.